everybody. I know every time I get on this camera, I'll be like in the days and then I start smiling like when the camera popped, like I didn't know the camera was gonna pop. Anyway, that's just my that's just who I am. So so it's Tuesday. So y'all know I'm here Tuesday again with the podcast that you can get on and you can talk about your business, you can talk about anything you want to talk about except for negative stuff. But I'm just kidding. But you can say whatever. This is this will be your time. So today I have a special guest. Her name is Lily. And she just wrote her first book. So I am excited to have her on the show so she can talk about her book. And then y'all can go out and buy like every copy she got in the store. I'm just kidding. So I'm gonna bring Lily up and Lily's gonna talk. Hi. Hey girl, you was more ready for the camera than I was today. I yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> I, was I used like, oh. to I used to stream video games when I was younger, so like I got the streaming kind of vibe already. <laughs> got it. Got it. So, Lily, you got a book coming out. You trying yep. to get stuff out there so people can know? Like, I got a book, y'all. I got a book. So What's exciting! The, the name is "They Found Us." They found us. Yeah, okay. it's a thriller. Right. It's a thriller. Mm -hmm. You know what? My sister loves thriller books. I should have called her before I did this so she could be <laughs> one of the books because she would be like, oh, she loved any kind of book. She would sit and read forever. So is this your first book? Yes, it's my first book that I've finished. He <laughs> <laughs> said, my first book that I've finished. Okay, so we're going to go with the finished part. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> how long did it take you to write the book? Uh, I think it was around a month and a half. That's good. So how many pages like in total? 310. That's before editing. My editor hasn't gotten a hold of it yet. So the page okay. count will change after that, but currently 310. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be like 180, maybe 200. But you That's usually where I'm at. So I was surprised. Um, I was on a road trip with my family while I wrote this book. So I was writing about six hours a day while we were driving. So that's probably why I wrote so much. Oh my goodness. Where did y'all go for six hours a day? Just we, around in the area? We were, uh, we re bought an RV and we went, I live on the East coast. We went out to Yellowstone and to Colorado, um, Arizona, where my grandparents rented a house. Arizona is very hot. <laughs> right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So what made you write a thriller book? Like what is this like just what you like to do or is this what you're into or you just said, you know what? I got a story in my head. I'm going to get it out. I think it was a part of I got a story in my head and I need to get it out. I usually go for more fantasy, but I decided to try something based in reality because maybe that would make it so I could actually finish the book. Because with fantasy, you have to create the whole world and keep the history of the world kind of straight in your head so you don't make plot holes. But right. I was like, if I just make a real world thing, I already know how medicine works in the real world. I know how our flora and fauna is in the real world. Right. So I decided to do that. And yeah, I like reading thrillers and right. listening to true podcasts lovely podcast in general so this one has like serial killers you know i kind of did some of that with like psychology of real serial killers right right so did you have to do like some research some digging to get to the point to where it's like okay i i, I really can write this i can do this yeah i would say the research in this book had been done oh like i have adhd so i get kind of like very much into certain topics extremely right. much so um, right. So I've gotten very much into, my mom's a botanist, so I have been very much into 
edible plants and things like that, which is in the book because she's lost in the woods. And I've always been into like psychology. I wanted to be a therapist for a while till I realized how many years of college that is. Right. <laughs> um, so like all the main points in my book, I had already studied to a certain extent. So I felt very confident doing this book. And then it just came down to certain little details. I was like, is this animal in this area? So I had to like go look that stuff up and it just became like quick look up things that I had to research. Right. I think it's awesome that you wrote a book in that short of a time, especially even though the pages might grow or they might come down. Either way, that's a, that's really cool. Is yeah, it okay if I ask you, like, um, did you take, like, writing in school or did you take something to get to this I'm point? homeschooled. I've been homeschooled my entire life, and part of it was writing short stories. So. Yeah. I feel like that's where my love for telling stories was. When it was little, we would just, like, tell stories, like, you know, orally to our parents because I would do that whether people asked me or not I would just be telling stories whether they wanted me to or not I was talking I was a very talkative child and then once I learned to write I was writing stories and telling them to my little sister and my parents and my friends right right so this is the first book that you've completed and you tried you know to, to do other books what made you complete this book versus the other books one, I would think I did more research on writing a book right. in general. I joined Book Talk and I did things that when you have ADHD, uh, dopamine is a big thing, like, you know, making sure that things are still fun and not boring, you know? I feel like that's why I quit my last few books is I kind of lost interest or I felt like I wasn't writing as much as I wanted to. So I got on TikTok and I did research on how to write books because, you know, that was a research rabbit hole for me. And right. then I watched edit videos, which kind of inspired me. Like, I want something like that in my book. I want people to like make things like this for my book. Right. So right. it was kind of setting a goal for myself that I feel like helped me the most write this book. You know, right. like I'm going to have a book in someone's hand that I don't know this person and some stranger is going to read this. Right. I like that. Are you, are you putting your book on Amazon or do you have another platform that you're using to be able to sell the book? I'm probably going to use Amazon and Ingram Sparks. Okay, that's good. I've heard said, that they're very good to use together. You said, say it one more time. It's called what? Ingram Sparks. Ingram Sparks. Okay, so it's like yeah. the same self-publishing. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, if you want your book in stores, they don't usually buy it from Amazon because Amazon is a competitor for them. But Ingram Sparks is just a printing agency. So if I want it like in Barnes & Nobles, Barnes & Nobles is more likely to buy it from Ingram Sparks. That's awesome. That is awesome. Then you said before, we talked before this, and you said you're going to write a book. So when are you going to start writing your next book? Um, I've already started. So currently what I'm waiting for to publish this one is my editor. There is a three to six months waiting period because she just graduated. And so her prices are very affordable. So a lot of people are wanting her to edit it. Right. Um, so I'm just in this six months span, just kind of more at a slower pace writing another book, which is going to be another thriller. Wow. Okay. So thrillers are your thing. So do you yeah. think you'll ever go back into like writing a fantasy book or maybe a love story or something like that? Yeah, I think after this next thriller, um, this thriller's entire plots are in my head. So I'm like, I got to get it on paper. But right. uh, fantasy's already kind of stirring in my creativity right now. Okay. Um, so I've started like passively planning that out, but I don't think I'll do a series. I like to write books where they're ended very much. It ends here, but there's ways to make it a series if I want to. And that's just making it so I don't get pressured to like, oh, I hate this book now, but I have to write another book because I made it. Yep. 
Exactly. And I've heard a lot of authors say that before. Like they they, they like to just end the book where you could make a series out of it, but you don't have to. Exactly. You know, people will just be like, oh, okay, that was a good ending. You know what I'm saying? It's That's a lot less pressure. That is, I can dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> so usually people, you know, like they have a book and then they'll make their book into like a movie. Is that something that you're inspiring for or you just like, no, I think I'm good at the book. I'm trying not to set my expectations too hard. Like if someone comes and says, hey, I want to make your book into a movie, I'm not going to tell them no. Right. Um, but I'm self-publishing and that's very rare to happen with self-publishing, usually because they don't want to work with, they want to work with your agent usually and I'm not going to have an agent. So it's possible someone will reach out to me. Right. Um, it's just not probable. Right. But I'll, I'll, I'll be happy if it happens. <laughs> right, right. Well, can you tell the people a little bit about, like, not about the whole thing, but can you give them, like, a plot twist or something that they I can would... give you my summary that I put in the captions of my post if you want. Yep, there you go. So my book is about a character named Molly who, on New Year's, is discovered by her aunt for being gay. Um, she's caught with her girlfriend. And so her aunt tells her parents and then tells the entire town because she's a gossip. Um, this is a very, very Christian, um, not very supportive town so she kind of gets ostracized right. um and from that point she doesn't really want to be around anymore her girlfriend lies and says she kissed me not the other way around i didn't want it so her girlfriend gets off scot-free um so she feels extra alone in this that her girlfriend broke up with her afterwards um so molly plans on not being around at the end of the summer after all of this just not having a support group anymore and her parents decide the only way to fix her is fix her is to send her off to a wilderness survival program which those of you who are not in america that's a type of therapy for children right. um, and you should do research because they're really not ethical right i was gonna say those are not good places but yeah, yeah. exactly they're becoming more outlawed but they're still in some states and they're very abusive true um, very abusive i hear you yeah, exactly. So this um, wilderness survival program is kind of more of a knockoff one and kind of sketchy from the get-go, but her parents are like, ah, eh, it's cheap, you know? Right. Um, so she gets sent off to this, and they fly her out to Alaska. Once they get there, she finds out this program is not all that it seems, and in fact, it is um, set up by a group of rich serial killers. And she has to find a way to get her and the other 19 survivors, we'll see, out of the woods alive. Now I want to read the book. I love, <laughs> I, I love thriller movies. You know, like that. If I watch, I'm not a TV watcher, but if I do watch TV, it's going to be a thriller, like some kind yeah. of mystery, some kind of something like that, or action. But most times it's going to be a thriller. Like I look for yeah. thriller movies. So yeah, something very engaging on the edge of your seat. Yeah, because I just like to be like, ooh, what's going to happen next? And then I want to hide my face. Stuff, yeah, yeah, exactly. It does have some very graphic scenes, I would like to say, for those who might buy it. And if that's not something that's going to be okay for your mental health, do not buy my book. Um, there's going to be a content warning on the front of my book, or not in the front, but, you know, in the front pages. Right. Because I don't want anyone to buy my book where this will impact their mental health at all. True. I can understand that. I can mm -hmm. definitely understand that. So have you have you letting anybody read the book yet before the editor got, have you letting people just kind of like skim through the pages to see like, oh, this is good. Or maybe you should take that out. I'm going to let my friend Matt is on a vacation right now. He's been a big help 
to my book. Um, very good sounding board. I'm going to let him read it first and then my editor. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's cool. I can dig that. I can dig. Well, hopefully Matt really likes it. Mostly because he already knows all the plot twists yeah, and that he, he can't get spoiled anymore. <laughs> right, right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, is there anything else you would like to share about the book um, um, or yourself? Well, I am a dyslexic author who has been trying to learn how to do this. And my page talks a lot about dyslexia and right. editing and writing with dyslexia. And I would like to say that anyone who is at a young age or dyslexic just and who wants to write and publish, you're just going to have to keep trying until you one day finish a book. I wrote like, I think, seven page, seven books that I thought were going to be full 300 page books that I ended up quitting on. But every time I failed, I learned something and I became a better author. I love it. I, I would have never thought that you that's amazing that you have dyslexia and you were able to complete the book. Like that's, wow. that's like for real, yeah. because it's kind of hard to do that because it depends on what your dyslexia is. You know what I mean? Like when you read back and it's like, Ooh, what did I even spell here? <laughs> right, right, right. And so then, and then, then you have an editor that's going to help you get through that part of it, but just yeah. not getting discouraged during the process of you writing the book. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. To go, I'm very proud of you for that. Honestly, like that. Thank you. That is awesome. So. How I uh, learned to do that was I watched a TikTok video and there's, you know, you call it the first draft. This person called it the trash draft. Right. And I was like, oh, what is this? I don't want my first draft to be trash. And she was like, don't look back and don't edit as you go. Edit at the end. Like, just write the book and don't worry right. about the spelling or anything. You can edit it later. And that was a crazy, like, whoa, that's an option. I can just, like, read it and, like, not have to go back and edit each page as I'm going. Right, right. Which I think a lot of authors do. I was going to say, because a lot of us do. Like, I I'm just wrote my second book that I'm getting frustrated with the cover. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so I just wrote the second one, but the first one I did not edit while I was doing it. This one I did because it's more of like a journal book. You know what I'm saying? I want to make yeah. sure I'm not repeating the same things over and over again. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Like my personality to repeat with myself. So, um, yeah, same. so I had to go back and kind of like, you know, like read, but it was, it's hard to write a book. And I sometimes people will, think it's really easy to write a book, but it's hard to write a book and it's hard it to, is. to stay focused with life, lifing, or with you not getting bored with what, 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 with what you're writing. You exactly. Because sometimes you have very lulls in chapters and you're like, oh, this is so boring. But then you get to the next chapter and it's exciting again, you know? Right, right. It's and it's very cool. So, I mean, I'm really proud of you for doing that, especially with having dyslexia and not giving up. That's awesome. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's that is a di di discourage. I don't. I told you I can't talk today. That's yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those days you were saying. <laughs> it's one of them days, but but um, that's that's really cool. That is really cool. So yeah. anything else you would like to share? Anything you would like to spill out? Well, first let me say I met her on I met Lily on TikTok. I posted like just interviewing people. Most people know this podcast is for anybody who wants to debut their product, their artist, music, whatever, whatever they want to talk about and they want the world to know. This is yep. what platform is for. This is like my give back to everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have yeah. to. And it don't matter what your talent is. Even if you don't have a talent, you can get up here and you can just talk about life. 
You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, everyone's got a story. Everyone has something to talk about. Exactly. So this is like how I celebrate everybody else, you know, in their Um, so I met her on TikTok and I just posted kind of like looking for people to be on the show, you know, the the and she was like, I'll be on the show. Yeah. Like that's what's up. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure like what it says, like lots of people saw it. But I know sometimes people are scared to get on a podcast and talk. And the fact that you got on here and you talked about your book and then you talked about what you have going on, that could have been personal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I appreciate you for coming on the show and sharing that because I'm sure somebody is going to look at this or they're looking at it and they're like, dang, I have that same issue and I didn't think I could write a book. But now they know they can. Yeah. Dyslexia was something I was very embarrassed with growing up. I feel like it did help that I was homeschooled and kind of I didn't wasn't in an environment where I was bullied very often you know but after time I was like there's a lot of people out there with dyslexia and there's a lot of tools to help with dyslexia for instance if you have dyslexia and you want to edit your book I highly suggest you find a a text-to-speech program and let it read out your book to you because that really helps me with the edits see what I'm saying I mean like you're just giving the nuggets girl yeah people want to write a book you know people with dyslexia they want to write a book and they may not know what tools are available to them to support them. Think outside the box is my biggest suggestion. Don't do things conventionally because our brains do not work conventionally. You have to figure out what works for you. Right, right. Well, I appreciate you and I appreciate you for sharing. And the title, They Found Us. Ooh, ooh, just a little. It comes little, out this spring. This spring. Okay, so this spring, the book will be out and then they'll be able to get it on Amazon and where yeah. else. Ingram Sparks. Ingram Sparks. Amazon will probably be the most where if you want to just buy one copy, go to Amazon. Ingram Sparks is more for um, mass buying, like in stores. Okay. And what is your um, social media? If they want to follow you, they want to follow what you're doing, or I'm sure people might have questions about how can I do this with this? You, you become the go-to yeah. person, you know? So. Yeah. I only use TikTok because I'm not a big social media person. I'd rather be writing than posting on like a hundred different platforms. So my social media is Lily underscore loves underscore books with a Z. And anyone can feel free to comment or message me on there about any book questions. Definitely. I appreciate that. So when people come on the show, I always ask them, um, to leave the people with something positive that can help them get to the next level or just help them period in life. Yeah. But what would be your, I would say set attainable goals for yourself and even goals that are under what you can attain. Because if I right now expect no one to buy my book, so I'm setting myself up for happiness rather than being upset when no one buys it. Now, if one person buys it, I'm going to be thrilled. Oh, I like that though. I do like that. Yeah. So you know what Lily said, don't listen. The goals are there. It's attainable. And don't worry, people are gonna buy your book. I'm more than yeah. sure that they're gonna buy your book. So Yeah, um, setting yourself up for success instead of for failure is a huge thing about yeah. writing. Definitely. I love it. Well, Miss Lily, is there anything else you would like to share with the people? I don't believe so. Follow me on uh, TikTok if you want to see more of my journey or have any questions, let me know. Definitely. Well, everybody, that is the show. Thank Lily for coming on the show and just being 
very courageous for just saying like, yeah, I will come on the show. Yep. <laughs> her for that. Thank you for sharing about your book. Thank you for sharing about dyslexia and how you can overcome that and achieve a goal, you know? You definitely can. I appreciate you for that. And y'all, that's the show tonight. It's very short and sweet. My son has basketball, as y'all know, it's the season. So I got Nice. I wish him luck. (laughs) Thank you. Stay on for a second, Lily, and then I'm going to click off, okay? Sounds good. Love y'all. Good night.